punk, especially fashion in the sense of like, there's pockets. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Fucking pockets. Blaze break. All right. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> um, so today I have Ariel with an E. Yes. We have to make that clear. Uh, no way. Any. Exactly. You know, people always get it wrong. People are always spelling it with an A and it's Ariel with an E. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. Although, Rose, that's like pretty easy to spell, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, people put the accent at the end. They think you're French. Yeah, so like you're from a wine. So, uh, tell us who you are, Ariel. Yes, um, so I am familiar... As I, as I light a joint. <laughs> <laughs> I am familiar with Rose from uh, college. We're both academics that studied art and graphic design. And like you mentioned in one episode, it's hard to define yourself past that point when you're like in that transition phase of your life. Um, I also love that you just described us as academics. Yeah, <laughs> we're studious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would like to think I am. Um, I, I don't know. Mm. I don't know if I've earned, like, ah, the academic title quite yet. I'm going to move our ashtray closer. Um, but, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we met in college. Yes, and then um, I ended up taking job at a whiskey distillery. Um, yeah, so uh, Ariel actually took my job at the the graphic design job at the whiskey. So when I was talking about the fact that, like, you don't drink all the time, but you do get to drink on the yes, job. Yes, yes. One gets to drink as a perk of the job. Um, and I'm learning a lot more about that, which is cool. Like, it was fun to go back and listen to your episodes. So I'm an early fan, for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's cool to be on here. Well, which is, like, kind of funny, too, because we, so I really tried to start a podcast, like, three different times. I'm going to be, like, super honest with everybody. <laughs> I was wondering if you are going to go into this, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't decide if I was or not, because, like, I tried and failed a lot. Um, so the first time, it was, like, us and another person, um, which I'm, and, and like, normal life, uh, I'm not a, like, I definitely don't dominate conversations, that's for sure. And so I think, like, it was definitely trying to find the right match of, like, you know, like, yeah. doing that. So I think, like, that was my struggle with, like, the first two tries of starting the podcast. And, like, now we're here. Yeah, and I think part of that, too, was, like, we just the way we all talk to each other in that first podcast is, like... You know, cutting each other off, like getting excited, talking over each other, but it's not in a rude way. But when you go back and listen to it, it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, people don't want to listen to that. <laughs> yeah. Which So, yeah, I'm excited. I like the structure of this, too, because it kind of it kind of lends itself to uh, a lot more. It's a lot more organic and kind of lends itself to a lot more because I do get the opportunity to have guests like you on and do, like, a one-on-one -on -one with that. Yeah, no, this is super cool. I feel like... Um, this is probably a good segue into what we're talking about, but it opens up a good opportunity into, like, conversations that you wouldn't normally have. Like, we've been friends for a long time, and I don't think we've talked about just, like, this at all, but it's a topic that's really interesting to me. Um, and, yeah, I feel like it's influenced my life indirectly in a lot of ways, but it's just 
punk as a whole, like yeah. the punk subculture and how it came to be and what it is. Uh, so when did you first? Uh, when, when did you first start like learning or doing like in depth research about punk? Well, actually, first, what was your first interaction with like punk music? Oh, okay, okay, both are different answers. Um, so the reason why I know more about punk, I'll answer that first, is because when I was in high school, we had to do like a massive research paper, and I was like, well, I don't want to do something boring, and. We had to, there were like different rules, like the amount of sources and all that sort of thing. And I was like, you know what I want to do it over is... Well, and I feel like research, when teachers leave it like open-ended like that, that's like, okay, this is your chance to like prove who I am, like what I care about. Yeah, yeah. And I was like in my angsty teen phase at the time and everybody else was doing like, just like lame ass topics. They'd be like, the obesity crisis in America. And I was like, well, fuck that. I don't want to talk about that. Mine was schizophrenia every time. I always talked about schizophrenia. Okay, but that's an interesting one. I feel like there's always a group of people that do psychology topics. Yeah. And that's always interesting. Yeah, I was definitely like a psychology nerd in high school. We didn't even have psychology in my, my like as a class, though, which was so sad. That's insane. Um, but anyway, go ahead. Yeah, but um, so I had to do this research paper. And I was already, like, in my angsty teen phase, and a lot of that was influenced by music, because I grew up in, like, a small town in, like, the Midwest, so it's not like there's a ton of, um, like, a thriving subculture. It's not like I was in the city, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and part of it, too, as somebody who also comes from a small town, is, like, that's a, you get very small windows into, like, what the real world is like. Right, right. Yeah, and, like... To me, like, at the time, being edgy was, like, wearing a pair of Doc Martens. Like, you'd walk into the grocery yes. store and people would be, like, an alt bitch. Freshman year, I had, like, <laughs> inch-thick eyeliner and everybody was, like, she's goth. I know, but it's, like, I'm just this, like, fucking blonde girl walking in. <laughs> yeah, And, like, yeah. a skirt and docks and, and feeling super edgy about it. Yeah, I had, like, a leather jacket on and they were, like, oh, yes. <laughs> and I've always been, like, super into work where, um, and I feel like that has only become cooler the more accepting people have become about like gender expression and that's yes, thing too. yes just because like workwear is so fucking it's practical it's like unisex mm-hmm. and it's just like it's got this cool factor to it um and so like i guess my interest in fashion and in music both kind of intersected with punk stuff yeah but i wasn't really that familiar with like the ideology or how it came to be or anything else. I just knew that I liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, a lot of the artists that got me into punk music in the first place, honestly, (laughs) people would roast the shit out of me for saying this, but I would say Blink-182 was like my gateway drug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before I listened to them, I had never heard of any like bands at all. Yeah, but I feel like bands like that are like perfect for a gateway drug because, or like a gateway band just because like, like, you need a soft start. You can't go into, like, the most obscure st- shit yeah. first, because then you're going to be like, what the fuck is this? You need, like, a soft starting block to right. get you going. And, like, Blink-182 isn't really, like, a punk band. They're probably, they're influenced by punk. They're a byproduct of punk. Um, but once I started listening to that genre of music, the older punk music that I got into was, like, um, like the Sex Pistols and the Ramones and... Just, like, I really like Patti Smith, I really like Blondie, Debbie Harry's, like, an icon to me. Yeah, I love that. Um, and a lot of that stuff was, like, 
I don't know, not very common at the time. So like when you're a teenager and you want to be all unique and stuff, I was like, well, nobody's listening to this music. So yeah, you're like, well, actually, yeah. Um. <laughs> so it was definitely influenced by like that phase in my life. Um, you were like the soft indie, indie like rock boy in the corner, like yeah, with your Doc Martens. <laughs> you're like, um, actually, I like these bands. And to like set the time period too in my life, it was like right around like when the arctic monkeys like tumblr grunge oh yes okay yeah and i also feel like that movement aesthetically like nods to punk a lot like there's a lot more like workwear like yeah i I was definitely like in that scene i was more like fashion side of that i definitely like love enjoyed that for sure yeah yeah so i feel like it's kind of like the roots of all these like modern alternative movements Mm -hmm. um and I guess like when you think about punk it's like you probably either think about the fashion or the music and like maybe politics yeah but that's probably not the first thing that like comes to mind yeah and like I would say politics informs all the other things and makes me appreciate it more and so like I've always been a fairly liberal person not like (laughs) not like I claim the liberal identity Yeah, (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah, when you're in a small town and it's like you're listening to music and it's like, yeah, fuck the police and nobody yeah. else is saying that. Yeah, and again, like your small window into the real world is like you're getting different opinions of what you were getting. People have different opinions that happen to align with yours that right. a lot, you didn't get that uh, affirmation from anywhere else either, you know? Yeah, and also just like, like I'm big into lyrics and so I would listen to punk music and I would look up the lyrics and honestly, a lot of it would, like, reference, like, socialist texts or different things that would inform, like, my political theories, yeah. which, like, I would have had no access to. Like, nobody would have showed me that. Everybody was like, communism is Satan, and everybody was super Republican out there. Yeah, I remember one time in a, like, English discussion, I, like, defended uh, socialism, and I, like, literally got called a communist for the rest <laughs> of the year. yeah. Yeah, no, it's crazy, but I feel like the political movement that punk is most closely associated with is anarchism, and it was, like, that's, like, the British idea, like, anarchy in the UK, like, Mm -hmm. that whole concept, Um, and punk started in Britain, and it was kind of, like, it was kind of, like, a rebellion by the working class, so that's why there's a lot of, like, workwear, why it's a lot of people, like, trying to defy dress codes at their jobs, and, like... Um, thrifting became more popular because it was a social movement that was friendly to people who didn't have very much money and who were trying to get money and who were pissed that they're stuck at their day jobs and like in this like nine to five cycle and it's kind of just like an extreme reaction to that but it's very artistic you know yeah I'm s- sorry go ahead <laughs> no no so uh, I was just gonna ask so like when when would you say the rise of like punk really happened and like I would say um, mid-1970s, like 1976 around is when the Sex Pistols became really big mm-hmm. in the United Kingdom. God, <laughs> we're smoking. And so because of the rise of the Sex Pistols, they ended up being banned from British radio. And they had like the song, like, God Save the Queen, where they basically just roast their entire political establishment. And they would, you know, go to, like, DIY shows and burn things and mosh, and nobody had really done that up to that point. But it was just this, like, in my opinion, like, release of frustration with 
the way that society was functioning and like the place that they were in and also they had to distinguish themselves that's why you get that very distinct way of dressing spiking up the hair like thick eyeliner but it was all stuff that was cheap and accessible and helped you like find your people out of a group so Mm -hmm. i think in that way it was really smart and that's why i like kind of like i guess now it's like a toned down version of that but i still like like doc martens and like the whole nod to the workwear movement and the idea of like thrifting, sustainability, and all that, I think, has its roots in that movement. Yeah, and I think that, like, this is going to be a really roundabout way of talking about this, but hang on, hang on, right there. <laughs> I, <got> um, you. <laughs> uh, I was thinking about this the other day of, like, like, the struggle as an artist between, like, utility and art, I guess, in the sense of, like, aesthetics or, like, just the fine arts of it Mm -hmm. and um i think something that like makes sense to me as like partially why i'm a graphic designer is i think when things like have multiple use uses that makes me the happiest when i get with when things like look super pretty but i can also use them like and I don't know. I you you know I I I get get what I mean. I think that's something like that. I can like if I can make something like like everything in my house. I have a lot of random shit here, and I have like a lot of stuff here. But it's all like aesthetic, like aestheticized to the room and the house, and also like everything really kind of does have a purpose too, or will like serve a function in the future. It's like either a project or something like that, like. I'm not the type of person I, like, really enjoy things that have, like, multiple uses. So, like, I definitely understand, like, punk, especially fashion in the sense of, like... There's pockets. <laughs> yes! Oh, my God! Fucking pockets! Yeah. As two females with, like, female pants on. <laughs> yes. Yeah, pockets. no. Like, I think you really hit the nail on the head, though, because, like, the whole... Um, it's utilitarian and it's DIY. Like you said something about like making pieces out of other things and like yes. repurposing. And it's definitely like, even from like the way the music was produced, the whole movement is about taking something that would normally be mass produced, that would normally be like uniform on every person and making it unique and doing it in the most gritty, like do it yourself way possible. Yes, yes. And I'm, I'm here for like, making especially like when you do that type of work you it's a lot of just like making things work right and I love I love like making things work yeah yeah and I feel like there are so many movements now that take that idea and like use it for completely different aesthetics you know but in my opinion I still see that as super punk like yeah I feel like it's no longer limited to just like being that one style in the 70s, you know? Punk is an all-encompassing... Punk is an attitude. <laughs> yes! <laughs> but for real, like, it kind of is. And um, just to go back to the history a little bit more, the way that it came from Britain to the U.S. is basically from the band The Ramones um, at this club in New York called CBGB. Yeah, hang on just a second. I'm going to turn off my heater. <laughs> Uh, during the Spider-Man, it is a Spider-Verse, like, halfway through, the heater turned on, and I was like, well, that's just happening. No! I was like, damn it. At least you have some cool air, though. True. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, you have those cute little, like, uh, not that I would want them to heat my house, but... Um, Oh, the radiators? The radiators. Yeah. Uh, me and uh, Mike's daughter were talking about that. We were like, oh, I love the aesthetic of that. I necessarily, don't necessarily want the heat on, the heat there, but... Yeah, see, what bothers me about those is they're, like, they're really cute, and they actually work pretty well. They just take a while to heat up. But my landlord gave them, like, the fucking landlord special and just painted them all, like, like drippy white paint that's all over the ground and stuff. Oh, uh, mm. The only one that's cute is the one in the bathroom because it's blue. Damn it! Why won't it turn off? Yeah, you can control that for now. Yeah, I did. Can you hear it that bad? There we go. Off. Okay. Here we go. Um. Okay. I'll just cut a lot of that out. Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear about my radiators. Well, I'm gonna leave those and I'm just gonna leave in the part. Leave. Take out the part where I'm like confused about my uh temper whatever the heater yeah um no oh my god so uh little tangent here on radiators uh i went to this like uh mike's one of mike's co-workers uh they're like renovating this old like 1920s mansion but it had been like updated in the 60s and has like 60s radiators mm-hmm. and they're like bright blue or no i think they painted them yellow they used to be blue because there was a couple that were like chipped and stuff they used to be blue and they were very like uh like a pale yellow now um but they have like the 60s like star like you know the like design element where it's like the just like the little like star and it's a four corner star oh yeah it's it's got like the little balls at each end and like the points that come out the side like the art deco um no the more uh graphic one where it's just like it's a simple shape it's just got like the points at the end you don't know damn it Uh, oh we're gonna have to look this up hang on it's intro it's it's so would you google i'm always curious (laughs) if people google in these situations 60 star um i'm getting celebrities we're getting bridget bardot Stars. We're getting, is that Marilyn Monroe? I feel like she was 50s. Okay, I guess I'm she was alive for more than a decade. Um, oh, like these little ones. Oh, cute. I like that. Um, but like the tops, the like, the tops and bottom like points were like really long and they extended the whole radiator. So it was like super stylized like 60s radiators i was like i'm in love i want this house oh that's really cool yeah i wish i had that (laughs) (laughs) i've got like the watered down version of that yeah you have like the nice like 1920s ones that again maybe not best for heating but um, okay mini tangent do we think that my house is haunted do um do i think your house is uh i think i feel like you would have like felt or seen or had something actually no we did have something that one night yeah there's been spooky incidents yeah i think your house is haunted i feel like how it's it's been it's had a a lot of people like in and out of it there's no way nobody's like imprinted their energy on that yeah yeah i regularly polish lots of the shit out of that place (laughs) sometimes the lights turn off and on i'm like it's fine yeah (laughs) i've i've never like done anything here but i've also not haven't had any experiences so like i'm just gonna leave it where it's at you know yeah that's good yeah okay back to punk rock okay yes sorry (laughs) um so it basically came to the u.s um you're at this club in new york cbgb's 
And it was like a pretty long running club. Like, I think it was open into the 2000s. Don't check me on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But it influenced like kind of 90s grunge, but its big thing was bringing punk here. Mm -hmm. Um, And they would just have a lot of like DIY bands. And I'm pretty sure at the beginning, certain bands could sign up. And then they also had like a house band. Um, Okay, quick question. What qualifies you as like a DIY band? What's like the technical term of that? Um,. Basically, just you don't have a producer. You're doing self-production. Okay. So I think like so, indie and DIY basically mean the same thing. Okay, I was gonna say, is it like a self-label thing? I mean, DIY is kind of like a nickname, I guess, for like hardcore-ish music, just yeah. like anything in that genre. But I don't know exactly. Like, I can't pinpoint exactly what it means. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's just a fun little vocabulary I'm throwing in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But uh. Yeah, so there's, like, it's, like, a pretty inclusive space in terms of the bands that they hire, too. Like, you're in New York City, so it's more diverse. Um, And then it's also just, like, they had, like, a decent amount of women-fronted bands. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was kind of just seen as, like, an accepting space to queer people. Um, So on that scheme, right now I'm wearing a shirt you got me. It's bright green, (laughs) and it says, Girls Invented Punk Rock, Not England. Yeah. Please explain. (laughs) I just like it because it's, like, technically not true, but also, like, it's true to me, and it pisses men off, and I think that's funny. Yeah. (laughs) I think think pissing men off is pretty punk. (laughs) I love that. So I think it fulfills the need. Yeah. But it's a cool shirt. Yeah, it is a cool shirt. At first, well, I'm here for, like, all the shirts that are doing this, like, type of, like, um... What it, it looks like iron-on font. Yeah. Oh, um, God. There is a font. I can't think of the name. Yeah. It's, um, but, uh, Zella Day has the same shirt. I have a, that one. It's black and white, and it says smoking with no clothes on. Yeah. Which, yeah, I love wearing that and smoking, because <laughs> I'm wearing a piece of clothing. It's ironic. It's ironic! <laughs> I love that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But, um, just, like, because the whole movement was centered around, like, just, like, pissing off people that try to tell you your lifestyle's wrong, I guess. Like, it was very accepting of everything. Yeah. Because it was just seen as a rejection of the norm. It's, like, the definition of art. Once you define it and you say, this is unacceptable, then you're saying that that's, you know, that's not art and that's not true. Therefore, then it becomes art. True. Yeah. It's the whole whole mind game. Um, But I feel like it's very, like... I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> Fuck, what were we talking uh, about? Punk's very inclusive. Oh, yes. Um, uh, and the 1990s. Uh, yeah, so this is before the 90s. We're back to like oh, early right. 80s now. Oh, okay. It's, it's in the U.S. <laughs> um, and it was actually big in like three major cities. And they were New York, L.A., and fucking Kansas City. Like, Lawrence had like a crazy punk scene. Just because of the way, like, people often associate like early punk in America with, like, the whole movement of people that would live on boxcars and just, like, hop around and, like, it's not necessarily, like, the origins of that type of music, but it's, like, mm-hmm. like aesthetically kind of similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, lots of times, like, they would play, like, harmonica riffs and stuff like that that punk bands would later play off of. Yeah, I love that. So, yeah, like, a lot of it was tied to the railroads in a weird way. And also just if you think about, like, the aesthetic, it was pretty industrial, so... 
that also makes sense that people would naturally have that type of clothing around there. Yeah. And you know, unions too. True, true. And I mean like I think it makes sense that it would be popular in the Midwest too of like again going back to your personal story about a lot of kids like kids like in the mid- Midwest not feeling like they like subscribe to the typical Midwest thought. Yeah, it's right. It was like the first I guess exposure that a lot of areas had to something so wildly outside of the norm yeah and like so accepting of just anything outside of the norm yeah you know like i feel like it it desensitized a lot of people in a really good way yeah 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 yeah. but it was kind of like extreme and over the top and that is why like lots of shows would get to like end in bloody mosh pits and stuff like that and lots of people would just like like, strip off all their clothes on stage and be super fucking drunk. And, like, they were just known for being, like, really crazy, really rowdy shows. But it's because it was, like, the epitome of, like, not whatever they're doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And just, like, especially, like, when you're getting a group of, like, younger people together who are just raging together, like... Right, yeah. Things progress. (laughs) Yeah, and I would say, like, a lot of it was probably... Just, like, if you got everybody at a poetry slam really drunk and really high and gave them instruments and they had a lot of rage inside, like, that's yeah. kind of what it is. Because they also had, like, people like Patti Smith that just recited poetry, basically, to, like, mm-hmm. guitar riffs in the background quietly. I mean, is that not all poetry st- slams anyway? Yeah, no, like, there is a lot of poetry, and it is a very lyric heavy genre of music and those lyrics are all usually like fuck the establishment like do things yourself and party <laughs> that's like about it i feel i feel like uh poetry slams are like the introverted like typical myers-briggs introverted way of dealing with rage and then punk rock is like the like typical myers-briggs extroverted way of dealing with rage yes yeah that totally makes sense Yeah, but I feel like, um, I forgot what we were talking about again. This Uh, is the problem with smoking while we're doing this. While we're doing this. uh, (laughs) We only got through half the joint, girl. Uh, three-fourths. There's a Um, okay. So, we were talking about punk rock. And then railroads. Railroads. Oh, that punk rock was actually in Lawrence in Kansas City. Yeah. And it was, like, making its way, like, through, like, spreading through different parts of the country. Yeah. Yeah. And the areas that it was most successful in are, like, typically liberal areas, I would guess. Mm -hmm. Because it's, yeah, it's usually more popular in cities. It's, like, you have to get groups of people together to make it happen. And so... Yeah, it's not, like, an individualistic movement. It's, like, about being a part of a whole. Yeah, and it was very much just, like, youth culture. Like, it wasn't very many people over the age of 25. Like, it was a pretty young demographic. And they were usually, like, pretty ostracized by the rest of society. Like, it was considered, like, a major insult for a little bit to call somebody a punk. Yeah, (laughs) oh my god, I love using that. I'm like, punk. Yeah, like, it's funny now, but it was kind of, like... It, a definite, like, you wouldn't want to bring that person home to, like, meet your parents type of situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, and in the sense, too, of, like, it kind of has to be a younger demographic just because, especially in, like, the 70s and 80s, like, you're not going to work with a mohawk or leather 
mm-hmm. or that type of thing if you're working an office nine to five job or things like that like yeah the lifestyle doesn't really lend itself to like other demographics very well during that time yeah and i would argue that the 90s grunge movement is basically just punk for people that are like that have to work a day job. Like, that's yeah, what yeah, emo yeah. music, that's I what emo music that. is. <laughs> it's like a more reserved version of the same sound, and the subject matter is like, now I have to go back to work. <laughs> like, my spouse broke up with me. I love that. My, <laughs> my favorite thing is in middle school, I remember, like, I specifically remember getting on um, Pinterest and being like, all right, like, nice goth clothes, or, like, trying to figure out, like, what, like, goth people because i was just like trying to find style that like fit me and i was like okay what do goth people wear to work (laughs) what what do they clothe themselves in yes and it was just like just like i don't all black work clothes yeah 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 it's like completely black suit and i'm (laughs) "I'm here for that (laughs) Ooh, that'd be kind of like if it was like satin yes Mm. yeah i'm here i just want like Three. If I if I were to have to go into work and go to a job, I would just want a bunch of like pantsuits. Yeah, my vibe at like all my like hourly like part time minimum wage jobs before this one was always like I would like make the work shirt into a little crop top. I try to like push the boundaries a little bit. I always got dress coded, but that was also like I feel like. I just subscribe to the ideology, even though I don't look very punk. There's just, like, little ways in which I like to be like, no. <laughs> you know? Stop <laughs> I like to kind of, like, you know, piss off middle-class suburban white people sometimes. And I think that's yeah. okay. Yeah, I definitely, I I feel like I can, I can definitely see that. And especially even in the sense of, like, just, like, you kind of being not necessarily, like, out... Uh, I don't know. I especially like in college I remember like interacting with our like main professor and like that being his major issue with you is that you were just like no. I'll call you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I also think like I don't know. Part of that mentality too is like I can call you out but you can call me out and that's cool. You sure. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I think like we were saying with the whole Um, punk movement being accepting kind of like being like fuck you I think it also influenced a lot of the um, gay liberation movement that happened in the US just because a lot of that was around the same parts of New York City like a little bit later Um, I feel like those subcultures has similar goals too like Mm -hmm. it was very much like just like the whole leftist ideology of like anti-racist, like, anti-sexist, like, worker liberation, mm-hmm. all that type of thing, just rolled up in one, and it's just different ways of expressing that. Um, but they were very, like, bands would dress in drag and wear wigs, and there was, like, the popular, like, Susie and the Banshees haircut, which is just basically, like, black spiked hair and, like, really extreme bangs, kind of like emo Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, so... It was very much just, like, (laughs) an androgynous fuck you, which I also think is very progressive. Like, it was before the gay liberation movement in America that that thing started to, like, gain leverage and people started to do that and be seen in public, you know? Yeah, I feel like I'm more on that scheme where it's, like, more of a, like, 
confusion fuck people like i just want to like confuse people not necessarily just be like no but i just want to like confuse the hell out of people like that's really my goal if you like if you get angry by the confusion then i know you're not the right person for me or like not somebody i want to hang out exactly yeah it's just the whole idea of like don't tell me what to do yeah so i'm gonna provoke you yeah and you're gonna want to tell me what to do and if you do then fuck you yeah then get out of my way (laughs) yeah i'm here for that that's it, though. Like, yeah, I feel like that's applicable to so many things, you know? I Yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, but uh, I guess I've rambled for a while. Like, is there anything that you want to know? Anything I want to know? Um, so, okay, you've talked about how you, um, you incorporate punk rock on your, like, day-to-day level. How do you see it in, like, the media now? And, and um, how do you see it in, like, music and fashion and that kind of thing? Yeah. I feel like there is there is one thing. This is going to be a roundabout way of explaining it, but I want to circle back. Yeah, go that for it. I see a lot of that is not punk, but pretends to be, that bothers me. And it's uh, just, like, the mass-produced, like, t-shirts and stuff like that. And just, like, the whole idea that Hot Topic is a corporation. Yeah, and, yeah. like, yeah, they were selling band shirts, and that's cool. But just, like, people who would buy, like, normal apparel from Hot Topic, that sort of thing, is just, like... Or, like, uh, if you order an army jacket from Shein. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not... Not a uh, flash news, fast, fast, fast fashion is not punk rock. Yeah, and it's also just, like completely going against a movement that says like hey like do you have something in your wardrobe that you could like make something cool out of like can you go somewhere and buy something that's used that's sustainable and cheaper and just the the whole idea of like going to a corporation doing something that harms the environment like it's all just like the exact opposite of what the movement was going for you know yeah yeah and i feel like we kind of went through that phase I feel like we're kind of getting out of that phase a little bit. I think I people are a lot a lot more aware of, like, just the harm that is. And on top of it, too, people are just more creative and want to personalize their, like, clothes to fit them. And I think we're encouraged to have, like... I, I think we're encouraged to be, like, individuals on that level rather than, like, a whole. Right. Whereas, like, before... I, and maybe it was just because I was, like, in middle school and elementary school, but it was, like, everybody has to dress like this, or it's weird. Mm-hmm. Now it's, like, really encouraged to not look like other people. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And it's always, like... I feel like now the whole idea of, like, like different styles and stuff being less gatekeepy is great. Because yeah. I'm sure back then it was kind of, like... If you're going to a punk show, you have to dress punk, you know? Yeah, and you have to go full out. You can't just, like, be selective about your punkness. Yeah, because it wasn't enough of a known thing yet where they had to distinguish themselves. But now I feel like it's cool because you could get just, like, I don't know, somebody could go to their 9-to-5 job every day, and then on the weekends they could throw on a little outfit, and they could go to a punk show and mosh for a little bit and go home, and, like, that's fine. They yeah! They leftist Twitter, and that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm here for like sub I'm also here for like sub subcultures of subcultures of subcultures. Right. Like we're getting to a point in society where we have like 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 so many tiers of subcultures. Now we're getting down to we've like had punk and then grunge and then now we're getting into like a more dispersed version of that and you can kind of make it your own. 
Right, yeah, and it's wonderful, because it was, like, not like that when the movement started, like, mm -hmm. back in, like, the early 70s. I mean, there was, like, the hippie movement and stuff. I think it was usually, like, one movement at a time, and you either, like, subscribe to, like, the counterculture movement, or you pretty much dress like everybody else, and now it's, like, we're, like, do whatever the fuck you want, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Like, I'm glad that we're moving towards that. Yeah, part. I'm here for the fact that, like, you could probably wear an old Victorian dress and walk around like that all day. You might get some weird stares for sure, but like... But you... the people that won't give you weird stares are like literally like the whole demographic of people that that gets this type of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and like there are people who aren't afraid to like be that out in public with you as right. well. It's yeah, like... it's just the whole idea of like expressing something, like really... Being a part of any movement is kind of just, like, expressing yourself in a certain way, you know? Yeah, and I think aligning... I think it's also a lot about, like, aligning yourself with a community that... That, um... I don't know, finding, like, your own community rather than, like, a community that's given to you. And I think fashion and music and your taste kind of allows you to do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and piecing together bits of different things. Like, yeah, I, I really enjoy being, like, a bit of an enigma, you know? Yes, yes. And just being, like, a collage of, like... Yeah. Like, I, I just want to always be, like, really? You do that? You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Surprise people. Yes. That's my favorite. Especially in college, too. That was, like... Again, going back to the stupid-ass fun facts thing, it was like, I, it wasn't really, like, fun facts that I really had, like, to share with anybody else, but it was, like, a little personal, I was like, mm, this is a fun fact to me. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So, uh, any, any last thoughts? Hmm, last thoughts, last thoughts. I would say, yeah, there are a lot of people that try to be gatekeepy about punk, like, especially just, like, the alt music bros. We all know who I'm talking about. Yeah. If you're out there and you resonate with this statement, I want you to do an inner reflection, maybe a journaling exercise to be less of a douche. Because it's just like, it's so gatekeepy and it's dumb. Like the whole idea is that, like, here's an ideology. We can all get behind it and it's going to improve our lives. Like, it should be for fucking anybody and everybody. Well, and if somebody is, like, excited about it, instead of being like, that's not enough, why don't you show them, like, how... Like, yeah, or maybe them. somebody's just listening to Blink-182 and they're like, I like punk music, and you're like, hmm, that's not punk music, and it's like, no, but they probably would like punk music, like, show it to them. Exactly, yeah! That's the whole idea. Spread the gospel. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I feel like that's perfect. Let's end on that. Yeah. All right. Sweet. I'll see ya. I will see the listeners. Well, not see them, but hopefully the... I'll be with you in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a listener from the Netherlands. I was like, sweet. Oh, nice. That's I wonder like... if they were just like, let me find a random American channel. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't shout know. out to them. I, that's I, awesome. I wonder if they're... If, the Netherlands listener, not to put you on we the spot. We got a Nederlander. <laughs> uh, are you a stoner? Is that how you found us? Or were you just interested in our topics? Yeah. I don't know. But thank you for having me on. This yeah. It's been, been neat. Yeah, I've enjoyed having you on. Thank you for coming on. All right. See you later, Ariel. Peace.